Alright, Bismillah, Assalamu Alaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh. I know it's been a long time again. I think my last podcast was in November, if I remember correctly. Oh my god, it's been so long. I have no excuses, honestly. Like, I could tell you for days of how busy I've been, but honestly, it's not going to do me justice. But Alhamdulillah, I'm back. Man, um, maybe I'll give like a quick update about what ha- what I've been up to. <clears throat> a lot has happened. A lot. A lot. Like, man, my journey with Islam especially has changed miraculously. Like, it's actually crazy. SubhanAllah. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. Allah has got your back. He is making moves for me. And I am making moves by the will of Allah. Like, it's. It's going. <laughs> so, um, I've been just vibing, I guess. Like, I've been living, alhamdulillah. Like, I think, um, since November, let's start off there. Since November, Allah has changed. My relationship with a lot of people have changed. I've met people, I've cut off people, I've left people, I've. Man, and, you know, today's topic. Um, that I wanted to talk about has to do with that. I did cut off a lot of people for like for the right reasons, not because like oh I hate them and I'm leaving. Them. No, 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 none of that. It's just <clears throat> if someone's really not good for you, not benefiting you in your akhirah, like there's no point in keeping them in your life. It sucks, and um, a lot of friends too. Like, I mean, well, Allah has a plan, right? But anyway. Today's topic is about attaining self-peace. So, um, subhanAllah, like, I think especially lately I realized that I'm a person who feeds off of other people's energy. And I need that, um, I need, like, vibrant people in my life to keep myself going. Or at least, excuse me, at least I thought that I needed vibrant people in my life or just people in general like I <clears throat> even now I hate being alone well I, not anymore I mean I appreciate my time alone especially like if I'm doing something beneficial for the sake of Allah then I do like being alone I don't like I don't even like anyone really listening to me recite I'm trying to change that but it's just anyway um <clears throat> I realize that you know for me i'm an extrovert naturally i am very talkative i talk a lot that's why i'm doing podcasts (laughs) um i talk a lot i you know i have a a good amount of friends alhamdulillah and i i like to go out i like to hang out with people i like to be outgoing and adventurous and etc stuff like that that's just how i naturally am and i realized that It's become such a habit, especially with quarantine. When quarantine happened, oh my god, I think I kind of lost my mind that first few weeks. The first week I actually enjoyed it because I felt like my life was on a pause and I was so stressed and so overwhelmed because I just graduated. Alhamdulillah, just graduated high school. And um, that, you know, my senior year got cut off, but not gonna lie, like I was kind of happy because I was so stressed out and I literally felt like I had no break like I just had to keep going 
and I didn't even realize that I needed a break so when I remember getting that email like hey school's out for a week and I'm like oh my god yes like I need a pause and then it just turned quote-unquote permanent so crazy but you know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has these plans for a reason but yeah I did kind of lose my mind in the beginning like I was like oh my god because for me at school and then I was MSA president I was doing a bunch of speeches and stuff I was doing this podcast I had I you know I run a small business um and weekends I was working um at the masjid and I wasn't like never home literally I was never home and um just and I have a huge family too so I'm always juggling with them too and it, it was just it was a lot like now that I'm here and I'm <clears throat> I'm relaxed and I'm you know I have this time to myself now you know I'm starting college and stuff like that but like you know this quarantine was so beneficial to me because it really taught me to slow down it really taught me to slow down and really appreciate myself I'm a person who does not like I have a habit of not recognizing my feelings so if I'm happy I will recognize that I'm happy and that's it any other feeling other than happy I do not want to think about it like if I'm sad I will distract myself if I'm angry I will distract myself I like any other emotion I will distract myself and I don't let it be presentable that I am feeling any other emotion besides happy even within myself like for let alone other people but within myself I'm not someone who I just don't I feel like any other emotion is a sign of weakness or at least I used to think that man like that's such a toxic thing as, as for me it's an extremely toxic thing to think that any other emotion besides being happy is bad and it's not it's not a bad like you oh my god I really needed to understand this concept that being sad being angry being mad being depressed being any other emotion other than happy it's okay it is okay mostly because this dunya is designed to break our hearts and break our minds like that's the whole point why we're here and for me i think just recognizing that and giving myself like if i'm really upset i will sit now you know i'm trying to make it a habit like i will sit there and think why am i sad like why what what bothers me like at the end of the day man like as much as you like i um sorry if i sound all over the place this is just how i i think as if you guys listen to my last podcast you guys know i'm all over the place it's just how my thought process is alhamdulillah but um i i saw this tweet actually uh recently and I shared it with a couple people because I was like, this is something that I really needed to hear. And basically the tweet said, um, stop venting to people, start venting to Allah. You need strength, not sympathy. I <laughs> I felt like someone slapped me in the face. To, to, oh my God, I really needed that. I really needed that. Mostly because I am a person who goes and vents to other people and I do tell other people my problems. People I trust, of course. But no matter how much you trust that person, no matter how many people you tell, no one is going to change your situation the way Allah would. 
the end of the day, like the Most High is the one in control. The Most High is the one who's who's giving you these trials. And we have to remember that every trial that we go through, it's a blessing. If trials were not blessings, why would Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala give those tri- give the hardest of the hardest trials to to the Prophet Sallallahu to the Sahabas, to other prophets, like to the greatest people of mankind? Why? You know, and it's interesting to think about how they reacted, how they went through. Like when you really um, you know, there's so many lectures on YouTube, man, there's so many lectures on YouTube where you can learn about, like, all these sahabas and these prophets, and the greatest women who have ever walked this earth, like, oh my god, it's just so refreshing to see how people react, and it's not easy, we have to understand that it's not easy to, um, to react in the best of reactions when we go through something hard and it's not it's even harder to have self-peace the only way you can have self-peace is through Allah like mind you you can do anything and everything that will numb that pain for a little bit but it's not going to be it's not going to be a solution I'm telling you right now because I've done it before like nothing nothing too major that sounds weird but um it's it's just you can't like self peace is not about being happy like 25a you know it's about accepting and being in the moment when you're not happy and learning about yourself like learning about your triggers and why you're sad why you're mad why you're scared why you're anxious like that is true growth that's what causes you to grow and when you learn about your triggers and you learn about why you have these emotions other than even when you are happy why are you happy what makes you happy if something is making you majorly happy that displeases a lot you need to take a step back you need to take a step back and realize like why am i finding happiness in something that's displeasing a lot that just determines how attached your heart is to this dunya rather than the akhirah and that's a really scary thing because this dunya is really 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 short and the more you know you grow as a person it's easier for you to pick yourself back up when you're knocked down and you don't depend on other people as an extrovert i can say that i always depend on other people to help me bring me back up and in some ways it worked and in many situations like it's just how i grew up like as a kid like i was always told if i was sad if i was angry if i was mad like you know um I would tell someone, they're just like, oh, don't worry about it, don't worry about it, like, be happy, be happy, be happy, be happy, like, that is extremely toxic as well, because happiness doesn't even seem real anymore, just like, what am I, what, okay, I'm trying to be happy, it's not working, like, it's, it's really, it's a struggle, man, I think, um, you know, like I said earlier, like, when we really understand that this thing is designed to break our hearts, like, you really understand that subhanallah like you want your heart to be close to allah you do not want anything to get in the way of you and your connection to allah like you need allah you need allah allah has given you everything everything bro like if you think that you made it this far by yourself oh my god bro realize it now before it's too late subhanallah 
you can have as much pride as you want in this life but death will catch up to you and that's a really really scary thing it's it's just reality no matter how much we tell ourselves like how much we don't want to think about death how much we don't want to think about the bad things and like we have to realize like it's gonna catch up to us which is why i think self-peace is so important and to learn about yourself and really really take the time to learn about your triggers and your um emotions other than happiness is extremely important for this reason like it's it's seriously it's not easy like growing as a person is not easy man like my journey personally you i it's hard like because like i said i was just in a habit of like ignoring all feelings that were not happy and it's just it got to me and from you don't want to get to a point where maybe you have gotten to this point but you don't want to get to a point or you don't want to face it again that it just all all those bad emotions that you have kind of stuffed down comes riding back up all at once and it comes out in a situation where it shouldn't have and you you don't want to do that you really don't there's an ayat in surah baqarah ayah um 153 i was listening to a lecture actually and it said that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never says that allah is with you other than this ayat so in allah indeed allah is with the patient this is the only time allah said that he's with you he's with the patient and patience is not an easy thing to attain patience is definitely not an easy thing to attain like <clears throat> and which is why allah subhanahu wa said that he is with you if you're patient he is with the patient because it's not easy i recently was just thinking about the true meaning of patience because when you deep this kind of stuff when you really sit down and think about this kind of stuff you just start questioning like what does patience even mean like just waiting because at, at least that's what i was taught just wait and see what happens just wait and see what happens but patience is more than that it's it's gaining something it's gaining knowledge about islam it's getting knowledge about yourself it's along the way while you're waiting for whatever you may be waiting for so most of the time it's for a hardship like you're going through a hardship you know in in allah sabirin, like allah is allah is with the patient you have to stay patient and i think you know and also understanding that this thing is designed to break our hearts like it becomes easier to depend on allah rather than external factors and just waiting for the situation to end because know that you're being rewarded for every second that you are in that hardship no matter what it may be the harder the hardship that's how strong allah sees you as because allah will, will not give you something that you cannot handle i don't have the ayat at the top of my head but i know there's an ayat um where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that allah will not give you something that you cannot bear it's just your strength shining through you know lately like i've i you know everyone goes through hardships and lately like i did go i was tested with patience i still am i'm going through it right now and 
it's not easy it's really not but it's so refreshing it's so refreshing because i've never felt such connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you don't like the best advice i could give i am not knowledgeable whatsoever i am still learning i am far 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 from where i want to be but the sad reality is that nobody wants to attain knowledge anymore and their hearts are attached to dunya that as soon as someone sees that they're praying five times a day it's like oh my god you're so religious oh my god you're so pious no dude like that's bare minimum dude it's like salah is such a blessing as well i shouldn't say bare minimum but it's like the least you could do the least you could do like for me i can i can never understand how people don't pray because i started practicing when i was 14 i'm about to be 18 now so almost four years alhamdulillah all by the all by the will and grace of allah alhamdulillah oh my gosh i don't know where i would be if i didn't have my dean with me anyway um i don't like for me i could be having the worst day but salah is what keeps my heart like balanced and crying to allah rather than crying to your friend always hits different always hits different like and the amount of love and mercy allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has for you is absolutely crazy like you can't you can't fathom it you can't like my heart oh my gosh just thinking about it subhanallah and i think you know um even in the past i always wanted to attain that feeling every time someone would talk about Jannah, every single time someone would talk about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the only way you can attain that is while if you seek knowledge, you have to seek knowledge and really find out more about Islam and read, oh my god, 100%, I just started reading the translation of the Quran, highly recommend, highly recommend because when you like read the translation and really just sit and think about each ayah, it's like, oh my god, like, Dude, oh man, subhanAllah. It's like, and it becomes an addiction over time. Always make dua. Always make dua for having that peace and attachment to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Always. Like, it's not easy. It's a journey. It is not easy. Because even when you first start practicing, when you first start getting into Islam, like, it all feels like such a rush and you want to do everything at once and you want to, like, literally conquer the world all at once but you can't do that you have to take it slow you have to do one thing at a time you have to solidify what you know you have to act upon what you know because remember the more knowledge that you gain the more accountable you will be held on the day of resurrection and that should not scare you that should be a motivation because you Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed you with a certain amount of knowledge Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chose you to attain that knowledge only then you will gain self-peace. It's hard to explain, like, that feeling of a high iman. It's hard to explain that feeling of being, having that close connection with Allah. Like, I am, like I said, I'm nowhere near where I want to be. Like, I say this very humbly, but I'm nowhere, I'm nowhere near where I want to be. But so far, with how much knowledge I do know, and the very little knowledge that I do know, this peace that I have can only be attained with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that should say a lot. 
because I don't know a lot. So, you know, the more you learn, the more peace you have. Like, you will not find that kind of peace anywhere else on this dunya. Like, you, will, you won't. I'm pretty sure there's a hadith about this. Oh my god, I can't remember. I need to start writing this stuff down. But, um, you, you, you won't. You just won't find that peace anywhere else. Like, it's with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And always, always, I've been making this dua a lot lately. Like, Allah, attach my heart and my soul to the akhirah and detach my heart from the dunya. It's not easy to act upon it as well. Like, for me as a, as a woman, especially, like, it's important for us to dress modestly. And it's, oh my god, that's so hard to do, mostly because of, um... I don't really care, me personally, I don't really care about what other people think. I care more about what my family thinks, and it's not, like, I'm the only girl in my family, so, um, it's not easy, like, you know, wearing a abaya every day, because then it kind of looks like you're just being lazy, even though your intention's like, no, I'm trying to do this for the sake of Allah, but, you know, some people just don't understand that, so, it's not easy, I mean, Allah make it easy for all of us, I mean, Allah make it easy for me, but... For me, what's kind of motivating is I think about stories of, you know, people, people before me, the greatest people who ever walked this earth. So, for example, Asiya radiallahu anha. She, oh my god, what a woman! SubhanAllah, what a woman! Like, I'm telling, I'm already marking my territory right now. Not territory, but like, whoever is related to me or my friend. I'm naming my daughter Asiya, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm naming my daughter Asiya, inshallah. But if, if Allah um, grants me the blessing of a daughter, I'm going to name her Asiya. One of them. One of them. <laughs> anyway, so um, she, what a woman, subhanAllah, subhanAllah. She is a woman who literally had it all. She had it all. She was married to Fir'aun, right? Pharaoh. Pharaoh, oh my god, I, I say his name wrong all the time, Pharaoh, Pharaoh, he, um, he, he was rich, like, he, he had it all, but he called himself God, you know, so he's telling all his people to call him God as well, and Asiya is his wife, obviously, is, like, being loyal to her husband, and doesn't say anything, but, um, anyway, uh, you you guys have to like research. There's a video on YouTube by Islamic Guidance about the story of Asir Anha. I highly suggest to watch it. Um, but I'm just gonna cut it short. But anyway, when she decided to accept Islam, oh my God! Like the story is like this is a woman who had all had it all. She had it all, and when Firaun found out that she accepted Islam. Firaun, of course, had a mercy in his heart for a second because that's his wife. And he's like, okay, I'm going to give you, basically, I'm going to give you a chance, like, you know, accept me as your, as God or whatever like that. And she's like, no, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is my Lord. And Firaun basically um, started beating her, if I'm, if I'm being correct. Started beating her and, like, took her to this place and started beating her. And um, she made a dua. She said, oh Allah, um, if. I'm making me kind of emotional. Oh Allah, 
replace my palace, the one that I have on this dunya, with a palace in Jannah. And Allah gave her kind of like a sneak peek on what her palace in Jannah looks like while she's getting beat. And she started laughing. Like, she, she started laughing. And he throwing gets even more mad and starts beating her more. And she started laughing because she's just like, man, like, this video is not working. Like, she had it all like we really have to think about this like we set our goals in this dunya and we want to attain like so much wealth and we think that's success but this woman got beat to death and she laughed like you know like oh man imagine her trust in her man like oh my gosh what a woman what a woman you know that proves that you can have it all in this thing yeah? like nothing materialistic no person is ever going to give you that feeling that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you and it's such a blessing itself to be guided because Allah chose you specifically like imagine how many people are around you who are misguided right now who are struggling who are trying to find like peace and other things like drugs and drinking and um like any anything other than you know the book of Allah and like it's all in front of you if you're born Muslim man subhanAllah like that's already such a mercy itself because it's all in front of you it is, it's all right there in front of you we have to be a little more easy on ourselves too because we can't attain everything at once but we can always try and that's what Allah always wants always Allah is the most forgiving, the most forgiving. The amount of love that Allah has for us is crazy, absolutely crazy. And um, I think if we just try, you know, I always mention that it's, it's not easy. But I say that because I understand the struggle. I understand there's so many factors blocking you but also remember that for okay here's a clear example how i can put it i um i was talking to my cousin actually and i saw this tweet and i was like oh people are <clears throat> just like kind of debating on twitter not like like a healthy debate about um whether it was harder to be a muslim whether it's harder to be a muslim now or during the prophet slides at some time the during the the time of the prophet and at first i thought it was harder now i don't know why i i really don't remember why i thought that but it's definitely harder then definitely harder than because man like people used to hide like being muslim you know what i mean like at least in our world, like, where we are living now, yeah, some people may, be, may get killed for being Muslim, but in your situation right now, if you're listening to this podcast now, you're probably comfortable, you know, you have a roof over your head, you have food on your table, you can wear what you want, go where you want, like, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you that much of a blessing, accept it, say alhamdulillah, 
no one's gonna get killed for being Muslim. No, like, the worst, probably, at least for me, alhamdulillah, the worst I got was called a couple of names, like, and Allah's still rewarding me for that. It's not easy, but that's the whole point. Because Jannah's forever, man. Like, I was actually watching, um, a friend's live yesterday, and they're talking about Jannah. And this is one of their old lives. But um, anyway, we're talking about Jannah and how passionately they talk about Jannah was making me cry. Like, oh my God. When you really think about, you know, reaching Jannah, attaining Jannah, that's eternal happiness. Like, we've never, be, we've never experienced that in this, de- in this dunya, which is why we cannot understand how amazing eternal happiness is. In Jenna, it's, it's actually it's crazy as hell. Like, imagine just being happy forever. Imagine just getting happier and happier and happier. Like, oh my god. Oh my god, like, I can't, words can't do me justice right now. I can't, I can't. I feel like whoever's listening to this podcast is just like, talk more about Jenna, but I literally can't because I'm just like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, this dunya is trash, whack, trash, whack. Like, it's nothing, nothing compared to what was saved for us. Like, it's all a test. But it's important to still grow as a person. And I mean, like, I think for me, like in the past, I convinced myself that this is all a test, all a test, all a test, and just keep going, just keep going, but I didn't realize that I was breaking along the way, you know, and you don't want to get to a point where you feel like giving up, you don't want to get to a point ever, I don't wish that upon anyone, because, and if you've been through it, you know it hurts, it sucks, you feel like there's nothing left, you feel like, oh man, how much longer, how much longer, which is why... It's so important to attain self-peace and acceptance that whatever Allah, Allah is putting you through is the absolute best for you. You don't know more than Allah. Allah knows more than you. And Allah knows what you do not know. We have to understand that the Most High, the Creator of the heavens and the earth, has created you from literally nothing from dirt you gotta trust Allah you're alive right now you're healthy you're breathing you have it all say alhamdulillah truly say alhamdulillah and just by the will and grace of Allah keep going attain your self peace don't depend on anyone else I think lately I've been hurt by a lot of people and I literally had nowhere to go like I just it didn't feel the same talking talking about it with my close friends and I especially did not want to backbite about anyone like that hurts me too because I don't want my good deeds going anywhere else and at the same time I wouldn't want someone talking bad about me 
no matter, you know, sometimes you got to understand, no matter how much forgiveness you ask from people, some people just want to hold that, um, how do I explain it, like, I guess that upper hand, that, oh no, I'm not going to forgive you, you know, it's a reminder to myself first and foremost, because I would say I forgive people, but I truly wouldn't, like, it was just an emotional thing, but who are you? to hold a grudge on someone if Allah is so merciful upon you who are you to say you're not going to forgive that person how many sins have you committed how many times have you disobeyed Allah and you're still here how many times have you disobeyed Allah and you're still here too many way too many how many times have you repented I think we try to convince ourselves that we're such an amazing person but you don't want to find out on the day of judgment how bad of a person you were that's the worst place to find out may Allah protect us from that Pride is real too. Pride is actually what can get away, get in the way of your self peace. Thinking that you're better than everyone else and you know more than everyone else. Always keep making dua. Dependence on Allah is really what destroys the bad habits that you have destroys the flaws that ruin you and your relationship with others and also your connection with Allah and the main thing that's going to bring you closer to Allah is to learn about Allah and you know to read the Quran and to read the hadith and you know a lot of people do not speak Arabic, at least um, the people who listen to these podcasts, they don't speak Arabic. It's such a blessing if you know how to speak Arabic, then you can understand the Quran. Um, but l- read the translation. You know, like I said, read the translation. Understand what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is trying to say to you. You can memorize all you want, but if you don't know what Allah is saying, what's the point? And it's, it's a journey, but it's such a a blissful journey blissful journey (laughs) Allah will give you that ease in your heart you don't gotta worry you don't gotta worry just trust Allah and keep moving keep moving you got this we got this Jannah is so close man like so close we have to get our priorities straight because this dunya is not worth it. It's not worth it. We're the last remaining ummah. Like, we are the last ummah. We're the ummah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. We have to live up to that. We have to keep going and keep trying as hard as we can. Like, one day at a time. Don't do everything at once. One day at a time. Because you want to keep those good habits. You know. You want to make sure it stays with you. Always make dua that 
your intentions and your sincerity is clean. And remember that you're going to enter your grave alone. That's the biggest wake-up call that you can ever get, that you're going to enter your grave alone. And while you're on this dunya, you don't want to worry about stuff that you're not even going to take with you in the grave. Trust Allah and keep moving that Allah is sufficient enough for you that you are doing your part, you are tying your camel and you are trusting Allah. That's all that matters. That is all that matters. That you're doing your part. You're you're doing as you're trying as hard as you can in the moment, doing what you can, like I think the main thing that helps especially me is thinking about what can I do in the moment what can I do right now instead of thinking about oh yeah in the future I'm gonna memorize Quran I'm gonna wear jilbab I'm gonna wear abaya I'm gonna wear naqab I'm gonna wear hijab I'm gonna wear thobes I'm gonna grow my beard I'm gonna um <laughs> I'm gonna learn Arabic I'm gonna you know like uh get married and complete have my deen I'm gonna go to hajj I'm not like I think we have to understand that we can plan all these things, but you have to do what you can in the moment. You have to, like right now, if you're just sitting, go pick up the Quran. Go read a few verses. Like you're getting, for every letter, you're getting 10 rewards. So, subhanAllah, like, just just read for a little bit. Or listen to Quran, you know? Like, instead of the music that you would be playing... You know, do something beneficial. Instead of watching Netflix for hours, because that's what people are doing a lot in quarantine, go watch a lecture instead. If you can watch a two-hour movie, there is no reason why you can't watch a two-hour lecture. You're gaining from that lecture, right? Like, I think we have to train ourselves that Dean should not be a restriction rather than a protection should be a protection that's how we should train our minds to think about deen and that all these worldly enjoyments and stuff like that it's all temporary it's all temporary it's not worth it it's really not worth it as good as it may feel it's just not worth it always make dua for the people that you love as well because you don't know what they may be going through Especially make dua for your, for people who don't like you. <laughs> I think um, it eases in your heart a little bit. For me, I have a really hard time when um, I hear that someone doesn't like me. I don't know why. I really don't know why. Um, it's getting easier. Alhamdulillah. Like I'm learning not to care as much. I really don't. I'm. Uh, I think for now, like I really don't care anymore what people think about me. But. That's through Allah. Like, I just make dua, I talk to Allah about it, and it's so therapeutic, so therapeutic. I always suggest the hajj too. Waking up even 10 minutes before fajr and just making dua and just crying your heart out because, man, like, you gotta understand, like, no one's gonna understand you the way Allah will understand you. That's, that's the fact of reality. Like, if Allah created you... Allah sees you when you think nobody's watching you. (laughs) 
Like, we have to be mindful of Allah. We all sin. I'm a sinner. We all sin. But people of Jannah, people who earn Jannah are full of sinners that repented. So we can make it. We will make it. Inshallah. Allahumma inni asalku Jannah. Oh Allah grant us all Jannah. Ameen ya Rabb. That's no, not easy. But along with your journey, you have to understand that understanding yourself is very important. Quick tip. Um, the easiest way to boost your Iman is to learn about Allah's names, memorize them, implement them, and really understand that for example, Ar-Rahman, Allah is the most merciful. Um, Malik, Malik, Allah is the king of the kings. Like, when you, it's also so, it grants you ease in your heart knowing that someone else is in control. Like, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in control. Like, I'm just chilling, laying back, doing my thing, like, trying to get closer to Allah. If I sin, you know, unknowingly, um, I gotta repent and just, you know, cry to Allah and, like, really depend on Him. You know, keep living and, yeah, man, like, you just gotta keep going. You just gotta keep moving. Just keep swimming. <laughs> it's not easy. But, but, the reward is Jannah. The highest of Jannah, inshallah. May Allah grant us all Jannahs and Philippos. Should always aim for the highest agenda. Never settle. Oh my gosh. I literally don't understand people, just me personally, I don't understand people who are like, oh, if I just make it a agenda, that's okay. Dude, come on. Jonathan Firdos, like, oh man, you got, you got, you got to do it. You just got to do it. Like, this dunya is so short. It's so short, man. Like, it's not worth it. It's really not worth it. It's not. <laughs> Surround yourself with people who have this mentality too, who have the mentality of trying to improve and get closer to Allah and always being, always being mindful of Allah, even if they don't practice. Like I, um, sir, I don't, I do, I do have good friends, inshallah. But um, because of <clears throat> because of the little knowledge I have, there's not a lot of people in my family, especially that know. Maybe they do, but they don't really implement it. So it's hard to, um, you know, surround yourself. But, you know, try. Like, if you know that someone's dragging you down, if you know that someone is not good for your Iman, take a step back. Like, trust me when I say that. Take a step back. Like, it's really hard, but at the same time, it's like, it's just a dunya. It's just a dunya. It's not worth it. Like, oh, man. Always remember that everything that is given to you, everything that you quote unquote earned, is not from you. You did not do anything, it was from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He gave it to you and none of it was you. Your pride is nothing and your pride will cost you your jannah. So do not be prideful. Do not. Always say alhamdulillah for everything. Say alhamdulillah to the one who gave it to you.
Allah knows. Allah knows how you feel. Allah knows your deepest desires and like desires as in like um your goals, like what you want to attain in this life, what you want to attain in the next life. Like Allah knows everything inside and out. Allah created you, of course he knows. But you talk to Allah. Allah doesn't need you. Mind you, Allah does not need you. You praying is not going to make Allah any better. Allah is already the greatest. Allah is already the most high. Oh, another tip. I actually recently started doing this, and I realized my anxiety has been dropped, like, drastically. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Read your morning and evening adhkar. Oh, my God. Please, like, I'm telling you guys, read your morning and evening adhkar. Like, after Fajr and after Asr. Like, read it. There's an app that I use called Hisan Al-Muslim. H-I-S-N Al-Muslim. I'm not sponsored by them at all. I'm telling you for you guys to be, you know, have the benefit and the reward for it. That's all. But it's, oh my god, amazing app. It has all the du'as on it. Like, it has morning and evening adhkar. Just take the time to read it and, like, just, you know, read. It has a translation on there, too. And it's just, like, you're making du'a for any, for literally everything. And it's refreshing. It's really refreshing because you feel protected. <laughs> like, you definitely feel protected. I don't, me personally, I don't feel as lost. Not, like, within myself, but, like, I've, I kind of felt, like, tossed around. But then, um, in a weird way, not, like, physically i don't know what i'm saying anymore but anyway um like i don't feel as like i feel protected that's just the best way i could put it like i have this guard around me that no one can touch me and it it does protect you from a lot like i should actually read the benefits it's actually a good idea but yeah yeah in the law and sabirin Indeed, Allah is with the patient. Gotta stick with our patience. Keep moving forward. We got this. Because Jannah, man. Jannah is so worth it. Who knows how long long we have left. I could die right now. Okay? Jannah is so close. We gotta just do the best we can. We always have to try because Allah only wants effort. We're never going to attain perfection. We're never going to attain it. You have to accept that. You're never going to be perfect ever. But we have amazing examples that we can follow. As long as you repent, like, Jannah is full of sinners who repented. That should say a lot. Meaning you can reach Jannah. Jannah is for you. Like, you got this. You got this. May Allah make it easy for you. May Allah grant you Jannatul Furgos with ease and not even let you get anywhere near Jahannam. I mean, we got this. We got this. Bismillah. Allah is on our side. Allah is always on our side, no matter what happens. Good, bad, ugly. Like, Allah is always on our side. Allah wants what's best for us. Oh, man. We got this. It's a journey, but we got this. Man, may Allah grant us ease in our graves as well. It's refreshing. Learn about your deen. Learn about it because Allah wants to see you in Jannah. Your loved ones want to see you in Jannah. 
Oh, it reminds me of this post. Kind of scary, subhanAllah, but... Basically, there was this person who was living a haram lifestyle. I don't know how true this is. I just saw it was a post, so I'm just saying the post. But anyway, the person was living a haram lifestyle with his friends or whatever. And... Yeah, I think I was on the day of judgment. And this guy was granted Jahannam, obviously, because he was living the Haram lifestyle, never repented of nothing. He's granted Jahannam, and he's looking around for his friends, and he doesn't see any of them. And he asks, like, where are they? They were the ones who was committing these sins with me. And later he found out that all his friends repented. He died first, all his friends repented, and his friends were granted Jannah. So for his friends, he was the sign to turn back to Allah. Oh my god, that's so scary. Allah gave you strength. Allah is giving you strength to pick yourself back up. It's not easy, but when we find our dependence in Allah, there's literally nothing that can take over us. Because then we accept that anything can happen to us. Anything. The worst of the worst can happen to us, and we'll be fine. Because this is the dunya. Because Jannah is waiting for us. Because on the day of judgment, we will just stand there and watch our good deeds just like speak for us. Just imagine. Imagine. The pain's gonna be worth it. <laughs> it's gonna be so worth it. So worth it. I don't remember. Have more yaqeen in your Lord. Have more yaqeen, more trust. You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because He got you. He loves you. Allah loves you. Allah loves you more than your mother. Imagine how much your mother loves you. Allah has got you. With that being said, I will wrap up now. I will try to do more podcasts more frequently, inshallah. I really enjoyed coming back and speaking to you guys with the little knowledge that I have. Um, I do take notes. I am not the most knowledgeable. Anything that you found beneficial is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Anything bad... That you that you heard from this podcast, forgive me. It was from me and Shayatin. Um I hope you guys can learn about yourself peace. I hope you guys can really learn about yourself. For me, I've started journaling. Journaling is actually super helpful. Like just talking about your feelings. And of course dua. Always make dua. Always make dua. Talking to Allah while you're alone. Just Nothing beats that feeling. Anyway, that being said, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.